welcome back, everybody, to Drake Up Dara's Unplugged Talking Local. We have decided today, for various reasons of being busy, COVID restrictions, that we're going to record ourselves over Zoom today. So here we are. Here we are indeed. Kaylee and Tiggy back again talking everything local. Tiggy, I've heard you've had a busy week. How are you? <laughs> Just recovering from a record I did um, uh, with a very lovely gentleman in the village uh, called Dr. Richard Dingley, who recently had his 90th birthday. And he's got an extraordinary history of... Um, he was a parachuting doctor originally, an amazing story. Anyway, but his family arranged a wonderful birthday celebration for him um, at the Memorial uh, Hall here, which is our village hall. And um, because he was in the RAF, they organized this fantastic uh, parachuting display to bring oh, wow. him birthday cards. So it was literally raining men and he was he was brought to the Memorial Grounds in a lovely sort of US Jeep. Well, that was lovely, obviously, but unfortunately, a friend of mine was there doing her exercise class. All her nice lycra was in the wash. Um, so she was wearing, she just grabbed the tattiest things she could find in her wardrobe, just for some sort of decency, was in the middle doing her star jumps out there on the um, memorial ground and uh, looked upwards and then suddenly it started raining men. <laughs> Great timing. <laughs> Great timing. So, uh, so I think the, the message here is everybody, when you're doing your exercise class, if you're doing one outside, be careful what you're wearing because you never know what might drop from the skies. <laughs> I, I could think of worse things than raining men, to be honest. <laughs> Look who's just turned up. Hello. Our very own postman hat has just uh, come to my door and made a delivery. Hello. Give him a wave. You'll be speaking to him later, I believe, won't you? very no this is really this really is live radio at its best isn't it because he's with you now in cheddar delivering your letter and in about an hour he will be coming to my village and i'm going to be doing a little interview with him because kaylee he's going to be i think he's running across the sahara desert he certainly is and we're going to hear more about his fundraising and how to donate later on um and we have some uh, a, a really great guy this week called sam kale dyke who is, oh gosh, he's everything. I've watched him grow up, actually. He was at King's and um, just very gifted musically. He can dance, he composes, he plays, primarily brass, I think. Um, but he's now doing music at university. But he's contributing our music this week. We've also got Emily Ellis, who's going to tell us about her Zumba classes and her new children's Zumba class that she's running in the area. And I believe, Kaylee Popel, you have your own slot this week. So what's that? Oh, going you've to be about? kindly given me a little segment. Um, yes, yeah. I'm gonna I'm go going on from the Somerset words, which have become quite popular. Um, I have decided that I'm gonna round up some Somerset born and bred people uh, that live within the Cheddar Valley just to see if the you know Somerset traditions are still alive here in the Cheddar Valley. I think that's just a, a fabulous thing. And I, I think you you not only will warrant your own segment, but I think you will excel. I hope so, because um, it's either that or you're never, ever going to ask me again. <laughs> OK, no more chit chat. Let's hear from Sam. I'm excited for this because not only is Sam brilliant at what he does, he's also got an extremely brilliant voice for radio. You'll see. Hello, my name's Sam Keldyke and I'm a composer. And the piece I'm going to share with you today is called Lion's Rock. 
and it is one part of my cheddar-based brass band suite. The suite was originally composed to celebrate the 40th anniversary of um, Anne Higgs's Cheddar Valley Music Club. Um, unfortunately, due to COVID, the premiere could never take place. Um, so this is its first premiere. Um, and the piece is written for junior brass band. So this would have been played by the youngest um, children in the music club. Um, hence its relative simplicity, but also I hope the... Um, still the ability to convey uh, some of the characteristics of um, its namesake landmark. So I hope you enjoy it and I look forward to sharing more with you soon. I don't know about you, Kelly, but a cup of coffee and a, a little listen to that, and I'm revved for the morning. Um, just to say, he's written three pieces for that suite, so we'll be revisiting Sam and his compositions a little bit later in the year. Brilliant. And next, we're on to Emily Ellis, who's going to tell us about her Zumba classes in Cheddar and Draycott, and also her plans for a new children's Zumba class. Great. Well, we've had coffee, we've had Sam's composition, and we're now going to Zumba, so we're going to be so pumped when we get back. Definitely. Welcome to Zumba with Emily Ellis. Fun, energetic dance classes right here in the Cheddar Valley. For more information, call 07861 We're here today with Emily Ellis and her daughter, Seraphin, who's 22 months old. Great to meet you, Emily. Now, myself and Tiggy have taken part in Zumba classes before, but if you're not familiar, um, it's got a very Latin reggaeton sort of vibe to it. It's great fun and it doesn't really feel like you're doing a workout. It, it's just like a big dance party, really. And what I like about it is if you don't know all the steps, you can you can kind of do your own version. Or is that just me? No, that's not just you. I always say to my class, if you're moving, you're doing it right. And you can just have fun with it and have a bit of a wiggle and a, a giggle and, and just do, do what you like. Do your own thing. Yeah. Well, I can definitely say your classes are very wiggly and very giggly. <laughs> um, first of all, will you tell us a little bit? Now, I know, Emily, that you're fairly new to the village. In fact, all you, you moved in the middle of lockdown, which is not ideal when you're joining a new community. But I also know that you do several things, don't you, in the village? But first of all, let's talk about the Zumba, because I obviously do your adult Zumba. 
But we're talking also, aren't we, about possibly starting a children's Zumba? Yes. So um, my middle daughter, Athena's um, ballet class teacher, has retired. And so I was thinking I needed to find a new dance class for her. And thought, why don't I do Zumba for children and she can come along to my class. So I am taking the slot uh, that um, the ballet teacher had at, at Cheddar to um, do children's Zumba starting on Saturday the 11th at 10 o'clock. Of which month, just to be clear? Of September, so this Saturday coming, yeah. I just love it. I just get that whole South American vibe. And, yeah, and, you know, you have to get past the, the your lady a certain age throwing herself out of the room. But the fact that I can't see much really helps because <laughs> I can just do what I want. And remind us, the adult classes, when are they? So uh, in Draycott on a Sunday morning, you have to be up bright and early, but, you know, it sets you up for the day. So it's 9.15 until 10.15 and that's at Draycott Memorial Hall. And tell me about Strawberry Tots, because I know that you're heavily involved in the baby and toddler group in Draycott. Just yeah, come yeah, from there today, and um, Wednesday mornings yeah, that is, at Draycott Memorial Hall, and that is 10 until 12. And it's £1.50 for the first yeah. child, and then it's only £1 for any extra additional child, children, and that's with uh, drinks and snacks for adults and children so I think it's a bargain really. Yeah, it's, I think <laughs> it's a bargain I'm rather wishing I had children. Yeah no it's, it's nice to be able to meet other parents and it, like for you for someone that's yes. just come into the area to be able to yeah. take children meet other mums yeah. mix a bit after you know the whole lockdown situation. Yeah. Also I'm away you know living in, oh, in, in Draycott myself and I'm a terrible chatter, as you know. But there are a lot of women in this village who are running small businesses, which is indeed you are, who are kind of behind closed doors. And I think it's really nice that women are beginning to come out now and, and really kind of, you know, stretch stretch themselves of what they can do and, you know, get involved in the community. Because I think when you live in a rural place, as you were saying when yes. we first came in, you know, there is a danger of being cut off. And I think it's only by having the confidence to push your skills forward that you actually get that chance to integrate with people. Yeah, so we moved to Draycott as my husband works in Cheddar. And, um, but I, I said to him, I feel like I need to do something for myself. So once the children, uh, you know, he comes home from work and, I, and that's why I'm doing it in evenings and weekends. Um, so as he, he can have the children and I think he appreciates that. Um, and I think that's, you know, when you have the support of your partner, then you can do it. And I, I don't know if Kaylee finds that as well. But um, yes, it's it's good to know that he's behind me. He always asks me, how many did you have? And how was it? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, thank you for bringing a little bit of South America to the village of Draco. <laughs> Emily Ellis, we thank you. We know that people are going to flood to your Zumba classes. <laughs> And Thank indeed, you. many people with smaller children hopefully will be joining you at Strawberry Tots. Yes. And I will see you again very soon when I'm back on my feet. Okay, lovely. Thank you very much, Tiggy. Well done to Emily. That was a great interview. Thank you. Right, now we're back with a different type of interview. Uh, my little segment that Tiggy kindly gave to me involves some ladies, some cider, some cheese. Enjoy.
I'm here with some lovely local ladies. We're putting them to the test. We are here to see how Somerset they truly are. We have Alice, Joe, and and, and Joe. I didn't really think this through. We have two Joes, <laughs> but it's fine. Because the main thing is they were all born and bred in Somerset. First question, cider or wine? Cider. Definitely. Yeah, cider for me as well. Cider for me, please. I'm not even surprised to see that someone has even snuck some scrumpy in today's interview. Joe, what have you got there? Little Orchard. <laughs> Hillside Farm. So you heard it here first. Hillside Farm, scrumpy cider near Webmore. Good stuff. So Somerset's well known for its carnivals. Do you attend? Yes. Love them. Okay, one thing from doing my research on Somerset. The name Ernest was incredibly popular. It was a popular Somerset name in the 19th century. So I want to see how committed to Somerset life you are. Would you consider calling your future child Ernest just to just to keep the name Ernest alive? Mm. Um, no. Uh, well, actually, I used to have a ferret called Ernie. Yes. But, um... That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> Ernest is still here in Somerset. This next question gives me a slight squeaky bum. Which cheese? Mild or mature? Don't forget, we live in Cheddar. It's cheese capital of the world. Definitely mature. Definitely. Definitely mature. And Roger Wilkins does some lovely cheese. He's not only the king of cider, in my eyes, he's the king of cheese. Last time I went to Roger Wilkins cider, I yeah. was sat drinking with Joe Lydon from the Sex Pistols. That was a good day. I bet it was, drinking cider with celebs. <laughs> if I was to say, if I was... Oh, that is pure Somerset. That's, that's very Somerset, Kaylee. If I said to you the weather is dimpsy, what would you expect to see? Cloud. Hmm, we need to scrub up on our Somerset slang. I don't know. <laughs> I would have said, yeah, dull, grey, cloudy. I think you're pretty much there. It's murky. It means murky. Next question. Have you ever milked a cow? Yes, we've all milked yes, a cow. Yes, I have. I've yeah. definitely milked a cow. Glastonbury is massive. We know of Glastonbury festivals. Everybody knows of the Pyramid Stage. Glastonbury Tour. Have you walked yep. it? I have. I have, yeah. It's quite it's quite a steep way up. Alice, have you, you done do it? Need no, to. I haven't, but I wish I have. But you've walked twenty six from... miles on a hike for charity. <laughs> yeah. But yet I you know, haven't walked Glastonbury Tour. I know, I was supposed to do it before my hike. What Somerset slang do we use now? Where are you two? Yeah, where are you two? Yeah, does it make any sense? No. Yeah, where are you two? Where are you two? <laughs> where to she now? Where to she now? Where to she now? It's quite funny because my um, my my Geordie neighbours every time we said like where are you two where are you be they were just like what the hell are you talking yeah, about people yeah people at uni used to say and this was only Worcester um when I used to say that they were like you need to talk English that's not how you talk but I was the first time I ever heard that that wasn't how you said it yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I was quite taken I'm back I was you. actually quite offended and yeah, also what- back along. Like I said to them, you back know, I remember back along, and they're like, "What? What? What? How? How back along? Like long, long as long ago? Like how long is back along?" And I was like, "I have no idea. Back along is back along. It could That's be why you say back along. Yeah, it could have been yes. Could be could have been yesterday. It could have been three years ago. I have no idea. But it was back along, um, and, and they just found that really strange as well. Going back to cider. Have any of you ladies ever attended or heard of a wassail? No, I'm surprised they haven't heard of it. That's a Somerset tradition, guys. We need to do our homework. It's a festival. Bless the trees. 
and hope for a good harvest. Last question of all, city life or country life? Country life. Country life. I think I'd rather move to Devon. (laughs) (gasps) Joe! Even if you go and live in Devon, you are still truly Somerset. Thank you, ladies. Well, I'm a little bit jealous, actually, Kayleigh Pope, because that was a rather good segment. Thank you very much. Um, For the people listening that can't see you right now, you're looking like a domesticated goddess for sure. Um, Is this the new attire for recording? I'm a bit confused. I know. I suddenly realise I'm wearing my apron, but it just (laughs) shows that we are in domestic country bliss here but also cutting-edge broadcasters. I like that mix. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Anyway, back to me, back to me. I'm going to whiz now, Kaylee, because I can hear the postman um, van arriving, and I want to grab him because we're going to talk to him about his his Sahara activities coming up in October. Oh, Ian's here, brilliant. Yes. Go, quick. I've taken hostage. Please don't take me away. I promise you it's completely legal. I'm sitting in front of my postman. He's not just mine. He is uh, the area of Drake Cheddar's postman, Ian McLaughlin. Good morning to stop you on your rounds. You have letters under your arm and you actually have my guide dog in your lap. <laughs> so again, wait, this is painless as possible. Ian, you're doing an extraordinary thing fairly soon and you're raising money for a wonderful charity. Can you tell Draycott and all the surrounding areas all about it and how they can donate? Tiggy, in 14 and a half days' time, I'm flying out to the Western Sahara, and to be precise, in the southeastern corner of Morocco, a little place called Irashidia. And um, we'll be bussed out into the middle of the Mazuga Dunes, and we will be embarking on a 250-kilometer run across the Sahara. Um, Mercifully, they stretch it over seven days, so we do a little each day, essentially amounting to a marathon a day. And um, I will be doing that in order to raise funds for a little charity called Hounds for Heroes. And uh, my link to that is once upon a time I was in the Royal Air Force and my son-in-law is uh, a local retained firefighter. And uh, I care very greatly about the health and welfare of um, the men and women who've been brave enough to head towards danger when uh, the rest of us have been heading in the opposite direction. And so raising funds in this order is the least I can do by way of a thank you. I mean, I can't even comprehend it. So let us know how we can support you. Uh, Tiggy, I'm, I'm so lucky to do what I do, and um, I feel so blessed to be able to serve the local community. As you said, they are very much a family, and um, I'm pretty sure that in moments when I feel bleak, tired, hungry, and all of the above out in the desert, um, I'll remember all the kind words and encouragement which I've shared on every day on my round and um, be able to sort of pick my up pick myself up by the shoelaces and and plod along and get to the end of it. Um, Various ways in which you could contribute uh, is I have a little website called, sorry, entitled www.apostiesjourney.co.uk and that um, links you towards the Just Giving page. Just Giving page itself is also named Apostie's Journey and then you could always have a look on Facebook. Postman Mac is on Facebook and finally if... um, you're of a certain age and those mechanisms don't suit you, um, you're always welcome to give cash to your local postie or myself and that too will find its way to the right places. We wish you the very, very best. Good luck. And that brings us to the end of our programme. Thank you for joining us. Special thanks to the lovely Emily, talented Sam, our brave postie and our hilarious Somerset friends. From myself and Tiggy, bye for now.